Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 967 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn with you for the next hour. We're talking about agricultural production here in the Valley and all across the country. Well, friends, efforts continue to improve the ability to gather big data in agriculture and for users to gain access through an open source infrastructure. Rod Bain has our opening report. Most all segments of agriculture and agribusiness understand that there is an explosion of big data taking place. Yet the question becomes... How do you manage this data such that the communities that are affected by this data can benefit from the data and not just be victims of other people using this data who have the capacity? The answer, according to Sumer Johal of the AgStack Foundation, is building on and upon a foundation of open source data and applications. That event- Actually, open source communities, when they come together, can actually do better in terms of building infrastructure to manage this data instead of just proprietary application silos. This led to the formation of the AgStack Foundation two years ago, a collaboration of the Linux Foundation, IBM, Clemson University, and other partners to develop an easy, accessible infrastructure system to search for big data in the ag spectrum. Applications can be developed much cheaper and faster, so time-to-market and cost-to-market advantages are abound in the private sector. In addition, this would create interoperability among applications. In other words, the ability of farm-based big data apps to talk to each other, whether the source or program is private or public-based. For instance, equipment data from tractors and equipment for combines and such. There's also a lot of data besides that from different government agencies that is published. There's a whole bunch of data being published about from satellites that are public. There are weather systems that are entire country data is being published. So there's a lot of public data that is being published. And then there's a lot of private data that is connectable. So think of such a system being plug and play. One example is equipment like a tractor could communicate with a sensor on the field like a moisture sensor without having to build proprietary software to do so as long as both of them had connectors for that particular open source software which being free is easy to do. Another is an AgStack Foundation Clemson University collaboration called AgRec, a big data hub for cooperative extension information on agronomy and other topics. We're enabling that sharing to happen much more efficiently. People can search and find what they're looking for. They can filter based on certain criteria without such an information hub. Accessing this information becomes really difficult even though it's available. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Well, friends, the USDA has released its annual farm income survey and perhaps more importantly, making some projections for income for next year. That story ahead on AgLife. This is AgLife on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news this morning, friends. USDA's 2022 farm income report was released late last week. Michael Clements has our report for us this morning. USDA projects 2022 calendar year net farm income up nearly $20 billion, or 13.8% from 2021. American Farm Bureau Federation senior economist Veronica Nye explains what is driving the increase. Predominantly, this is a price play with 97% of that increase in cash receipts attributable to increases in price. Now, it's not just all inflation either, because when you take out the inflation, farm income is forecast to increase by over 7%. So it's mostly an increase in price. 
You know, that's despite the fact that production expenses are forecast to increase by almost 19% in 2023. Nye says USDA projects increases in cash receipts for both crops and livestock. On the crop side, corn, beans, and wheat are forecast to account for most of the net increase, but they're expecting growth in receipts for other commodities as well, including fruits, nuts, vegetables, and melons. On the livestock side, they're expecting an increase in receipts in every animal product. She adds farm sector equity is expected to increase as well. Farm sector equity is expected to increase by almost 11% in 2022. USDA is projecting that debt to asset levels for the sector will improve as well. I think that's a little bit of an unexpected outcome given where we are with inflation today. Michael Clements, Washington. Well, friends, acknowledging every year has its ups and downs, Cameron Mulroney says 2022 was a challenging year for local cattle producers, to say the least. Mulroney, the executive vice president of the Idaho Cattle Association, says the region was very fortunate to get precipitation mid and late spring. He says without those showers, 2022 would have been a very difficult year. When you look at the national scale, You know, we saw drought in Texas, uh, we saw drought in Utah, and one thing that's been a little bit different about these scenarios, in my view, is, you know, they're kind of widespread. In the past, maybe we had a state or two that had a couple years of drought, but we could get feedstuffs from other states, and this year, and really the last two years, those droughts have been more west-wide, which is impacting our, you know, our feed situation as far as feedstuffs for hay and grain. When it comes to the year ahead, Mulroney says there's a lot of optimism, especially in Idaho. we got a couple of facilities coming online to help process cattle. Uh, and even if it doesn't do anything other than shift where the cattle are headed, the value in trucking or not having to ship those cattle as far is high because, you know, when you sell your cattle, you're usually paying freight on them uh, to get them to their final destination. And the closer that point is, uh, the more value you can put on your cattle. Cameron Mulroney, Executive Vice President of the Idaho Cattle Association with us. Well, friends, the National Pork Board uses different partners to gain insights to foreign markets like Chile and Colombia. Courtney Knuff, Vice President of the International Market Development, says these alliances help differentiate U.S. pork in the global protein market. We're happy to have continued our partnership with JIRA Associates, a global meat consultancy firm, which provides key deep dive analyses into opportunities for the pork sectors of different markets. And Colombia and Chile are two key markets in South America. Rupert Claxton, meat director for JIRA, says it's important to balance the consistent demands of the smaller markets while also understanding the opportunities with those markets. The U.S. pork industry has to build a better diversified strategy on where it can ship pork, how it can best achieve maximum value for that, and, and where it really finds the, the value return in its export trade around the world. So the objective was to, to look at these two key South American export markets to understand the differences, the similarities that they have. Claxton says there's more to be done to showcase U.S. pork in customer service, sustainability and product availability, packaging and consistency. And build on the value position that we have today. So the opportunity is good. There is more competition in those markets. You will see more product coming in from the Europeans, from Brazil. But also U.S. pork is actually appreciated. The, the buyers in those markets like the product. They identify the quality of it, whether that's the production standards, the way that it, some of the products are packaged and presented. They see the opportunity to do more with the product and add value to it in the future. And the the issue is how many of the exporters can they get on board with that? Talking pork this morning. Some farm news. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Dairy Radio Now with Bill Baker. There's been plenty of dairy headlines recently as we check in on our Milky Monday with Lee Milky and his guest this week, High Ground Dairy's Lucas Feast. Lee? Lucas, last Tuesday's Pulse Dairy Auction did not provide a lot of hope for global dairy trade. China saw mounting protests over its zero-COVID policies. USDA disappointed the dairy industry in its latest solicitation for fluid milk. And Congress was taking steps to avert a national rail strike. Busy week after Thanksgiving, huh? It was. To your point, there wasn't a lot of new data that was released last week, but Of all those news headlines, there's certainly enough for the market to digest. I think to your points, Lee, starting abroad, looking at the GDT Pulse auction, 
This is, of course, the new GDT whole milk powder pricing that's on a weekly basis now. The past two pulse auctions have shown a little bit of weakness after mid-November's strength on whole milk powder. This is aligned with the kind of industry view now that demand remains pretty weak around the world for products from New Zealand. The market has not found any strength on the continuous news that New Zealand milk production is weaker on a month-after-month basis so far this season. Looking specifically at China, the government has not yet relented on the COVID zero policy continuing to implement lockdowns in certain cities where COVID cases emerge. But at this point, we're seeing protests erupt across the country. We're seeing COVID numbers climb to close to record levels in some cities. And it's unknown where China goes from here. As you mentioned, we're watching USDA actions closely. And I think the bottom line is confusion from USDA over some of these solicitations. The government announced they would spend $1 billion to procure food in fiscal years 2020. 23 and 2024. This announcement came in September, but only in recent weeks have we gotten details about exactly what this means. Because the program pushes food into food banks, only cheese and fluid milk are eligible among dairy products for this program. USDA announced a disappointing solicitation for both cheese and milk volumes, but kind of added an asterisk to the end of their solicitation there, announcing that companies could bid in addition to what USDA is seeking. Bottom line, we're not really sure how much volume ends up in these programs. At this point, I don't think it's very bullish, but it could kind of heighten volatility here into 2023. The other thing that we're watching, of course, the rail strike. We thought this was averted a few weeks ago when the unions and the railroads came to a tentative agreement. But once that failed to pass, Congress is now looking like it's stepping in. The latest that we saw last week was the House taking action. Hopefully, Congress can avoid a strike here and prevent uh, negative implications to the U.S. economy. Thank you, Lucas. Lucas Fees, Director of Dairy Market Intelligence with High Ground Dairy in Chicago. Thanks, Lee. USDA's new farm income forecast has quite a bit of happy holiday news in it, as we hear from USDA Radio's Gary Crawford. They call it a USDA farm income forecast for 2022, even though we've only got a month left of the year. I don't think that that makes it anything less to celebrate, though. No, he is so right. He is Seth Meyer, the USDA's chief economist, and indeed he says there's a huge amount to celebrate in that forecast, including record net cash farm income, the largest net farm income in decades, and a lot of it on strength in prices. Prices that have enabled many farmers to show a profit despite much higher production expenses. Fuel and oil up more than 47 percent. Fertilizer up 47 percent. Nonetheless, incomes are up. I think it's going to be a a fairly good holiday. And a new USDA online farm loan application tool is available to help producers more easily understand and complete the application process. Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducheneau. I'm a big fan of our FSA loan programs, and I don't think there's a better deal. One of the challenges we have in those programs, though, is we have a fairly convoluted application process, and it's hard for producers to understand from the outset what the eligibility requirements are, what we might loan money for, and where they fit into the suite of services that we currently offer. The loan assistance tool is really how we're going to do farm loans into the future. And the farm loan team is already working to streamline our loan application to have it look a lot more like a financial document and a lot less like a packet of paper that has a bunch of legalese or jargon on it. That's FSA Administrator Zach Ducheneau, and the loan assistance tool is available online at farmers.gov. I'm Bill Baker, Dairy Radio Now. It's another Ag News Update. Today, diving into whether the Farm Bill can help eliminate food deserts. I'm Russ Kohler, a dairyman from Utah. Safety, know your limits. Heat stroke is life-threatening. Know the symptoms, confusion, loss of consciousness, seizures, high body temperature, hot, dry skin, and profuse sweating. Reduce your risk during the heat of the day by working earlier or later. Allow time for water and rest breaks by drinking two to four cups of water each hour. This public service message is brought to you by Farm Bureau and the U.S. Ag Centers. At a recent Senate Ag Committee hearing, Sochil Torres Small, Undersecretary for Rural Development at USDA, taking a question from New Jersey's Cory Booker. Frankly, 
If you look at the global challenge we have, a record 348 million uh, people on the planet are facing food insecurity. As much as 60 million children under five years old are being acutely malnourished. And so here's an opportunity to get a lot of wins, helping independent family farmers with aligning incentives to creating fresh, healthy food, dealing with food deserts in rural areas, as well as addressing some of the global uh, food crisis. I was just wondering if you could let me know what you think about those potential to realign some of our subsidies in the farm bill. I think rural development has a strong role in terms of combating food deserts, both in urban communities and in rural communities, through the Healthy Food Financing Initiative. Uh, I've, I've had the chance to visit uh, both a, a investment in D.C. and an investment in rural North Dakota, and seeing the way it's connecting surrounding farmers to a new market, uh, providing value-added opportunities for the farmers while also providing healthy food as well as accessible food uh, in food deserts. would love to talk with you more about that program and how it can strengthen those opportunities because I think farmers know that diversifying what they do can make them more resilient. It's another Ag News Update. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Denver, we caught up with Dr. Kerry Ryan, pet cloning and genetic preservation expert with Viagen in Cedar Park, Texas. We've been working with dogs and cats for three years. We're the only company in the United States that clones dogs and the only company in the world that clones cats. And we've also been cloning horses and livestock for about 15 years. So I think this will be here to stay. And I think as we get better and better at it, the costs will come down and people will be more and more interested in it. There's more information at avma.org. American Cattle News. Today we break down some market trends and what it spells for imports of beef moving forward. I'm Russ Kohler, a dairyman from Utah. Safety, know your limits. Heat stroke is life-threatening. Know the symptoms, confusion, loss of consciousness, seizures, high body temperature, hot dry skin and profuse sweating. Reduce your risk during the heat of the day by working earlier or later. Allow time for water and rest breaks by drinking two to four cups of water each hour. This public service message is brought to you by Farm Bureau and the U.S. Ag Centers. Dr. Darrell Peel, Oklahoma State University Livestock Economist. Fed cattle were up a a dollar to two, a little bit of strength in that market. And and so that kind of, you know, continues a trend. I think we're going to end the year on a fairly strong note with these fed cattle markets in general. And for the feeder markets? Feeder cattle markets uh, dropped a little bit back in October, but really from an unusual high coming into the fall. So uh, not a very pronounced fall low. And then they've since... uh, lifted back up a little bit uh, this past week at least in oklahoma it looked like the markets were steady to a little bit higher for feeder cattle and you know one of the reasons that we're seeing some support there uh is that the runs uh you know this is the big season for fall calf runs and those numbers are seasonally higher compared to earlier weeks but because we moved so many cattle early in the summer uh, and i watched these weekly volume numbers all summer they were up year over year And four out of the last five weeks, we've had year-over-year decreases in that feeder cattle volume in Oklahoma, at least. And so, uh, and that's exactly what we expected. We just moved the cattle early, uh, so the runs are not as big this fall. We just don't have the cattle out there. They're already, uh, they've already been marketed. But it's also raising concerns about beef imports. I've talked to a meat buyer recently, and they are uh, building some stocks of imported beef. We also have had, because we've had large cow slaughter, I suspect uh, the domestic supply of, of that lean cow beef that we use for the ground beef market uh, is making up part of that. So, yeah, I do think there is a little bit of uh, preparations, but uh, folks anticipating uh, the fact that we're going to see uh, the supply situation tighten up a lot as we go forward. American Cattle News. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. Hey, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty here, coincidentally, from the Armstrong and Getty Show. So, you tested positive for COVID. What's next? Well, treat yourself. COVID treatments like Paxlovid are free. Taken by pill, these medications can stop the illness from getting serious, so treat yourself. Call a healthcare provider or the statewide COVID hotline at 833-422-4255 to find the free treatment today. Again, that's 833-422-4255. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. The Where Were You in 92 podcast brings you back to the year of big butt anthems, achy breaky hearts, and grunge. Take an audio trip back in time to relive the wildest, most eclectic, and controversial 12 months in music through interviews with critics, industry bigwigs, and the artists themselves. 
take me back to a magical time when when music was magic and I had completely burned that to the ground. Listen to Where Were You in 92 on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400, Jack's Gas Stations and Murphy Bank are proud to partner with the Marine Corps Reserve's Toys for Tots Toy Drive, providing toys to less fortunate children in our community. Please drop off a new unwrapped toy today at the Chicken Shack, Murphy Bank, Jack's Gas Stations, Innovative Medical Center, Prestigio Jewelers, Own a Car, or any Toys for Tots collection location. To find the location of one of our proud Toys for Tots sponsors, hit up PowerTalk967.com. You want to be a showstopper? like the Miz, you want to be awesome, then you'll want to have a game plan. Whether you're a champion or a better, you got to be responsible. The DraftKings Sportsbook offers all the tools you need. You can set a realistic budget and bet within your means. You can set time, deposit, and wager limits so you can have a personal game plan for having fun while being responsible. I practice safe bets and so should you. Visit DraftKings.com responsible dash gaming to learn about all these tools and more. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com responsible gaming for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Is your prostate secretly being destroyed without you knowing it? All the ads for these prostate pills, like Super Beta Prostate, Saw Palmetto, Prostastream, Prostagenics, and others. Want to know which pills work and which are garbage? Now you can. Get a free copy of the new guide, Prostate Secrets, that pulls back the curtain on the prostate pill industry. Learn what is really in these pills. Which pill has over 987 adverse event reports filed against it with the FDA? It's shocking. Learn the one food to avoid that is a prostate killer and discover the three so-called health foods that destroy your prostate. Get your free copy at ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. This free guide will show you how to end your prostate problems without drugs or surgery, five important things to do to protect your prostate, and much more. Warning, this guide is controversial and may be offensive to some readers as it pulls no punches. So go to ProstateSecrets.com. ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Looking back on that global pandemic, well, globally, more people were finding out the benefits of eating pistachios, the complete protein nut. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report, part of the Vast Ag Information Network. Judy Hiragoyan is Vice President, Global Marketing for American Pistachio Growers. You know, we, we've had in this time frame, keep in mind that we've had the supply chain issues there was covid and you know the the during the time frame of covid we i think we probably got a lot more eyeballs on the media that we were generating about pistachios being a complete protein because more media was being consumed when people were home and health was top of mind because of covid so it it just happened to be a, a time frame when the good news about a product that's shelf stable that people like that doesn't require cooking it can go anywhere it, it just all the good news and research turned out to be timely that's judy here again with american pistachio growers in more news wow the 50th annual almond industry conference is coming up december 5th through the 8th you want to make it if you're an almond grower just google almond industry conference again almond industry conference and remember it's free of charge to attend In a world where lepidopteran pests wreak havoc on your harvest, shield your yield with the evolved and more concentrated Ultacore Evo Insect Control, powered by Renaxa Pure Active. Its optimized concentration helps provide long-lasting, fast-acting residual control to help protect your crops from villainous pests like navel orange worm, codling moth, peach twig borer, and more. Altacore Evo Insect Control from FMC has a unique mode of action with a low impact on beneficial insects and no cross-resistance to other insecticides, making it an optimal partner in your IRM program. The high-load formulation offers the same pest spectrum as Altacore core insect control but allows users to handle store and dispose of less product and packaging making AltaCore evo insect control a heroic addition to any ipm program visit altacoreevo.ag.fmc.com to learn more always read and follow all label directions with the ag information network i'm patrick cavanaugh power talk 96 7 and am 1400 
At the Fresno Madera Agency on Aging, we want to help you change the way you age. We all know the first step is the hardest. Please call us at 1-800-510-2020. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness, but an indication that things need to change to sustain your quality of life or even improve your quality of life. You may be in need of home-delivered meals, legal assistance, information about caregiver options, or you may have concerns about your ability to remain at home independently. The Fresno Madera Agency on Aging assists people 60 years of age and older address issues that may be difficult to face alone or are simply just overwhelming. Our priority is your well-being. You can reach the Fresno Madera Agency on Aging by calling 1-800-510-2020. Again, 1-800-510-2020 or visit fmaaa.org. We want to hear from you and help you change the way you age. Remember, you don't have to do this alone. Hi there. I'm getting paid to talk to you, and yet I'm the most boring person I know. Isn't that unfair? Yes, it is. Of course, you could join me. Just start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart. If you've got something to say, they'll help you monetize it. And I bet you've got more to say than I do. I have literally nothing to say, and I'm loving life. Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Get paid to talk iHeartRadio, straight from the studio with U2's Bono. I have to accept that if you've had a fairly famous face for a long period of time, you inevitably can become a bit of a caricature. And so I wanted to, you know, fill in some details, do some shading on my caricature. And I understand people don't love U2 or, or me, but at least they'll know what they're not loving better. Check out Bono's new book, Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story, out now. Getting proper nutrition can help adults and kids combat stress. It's important to keep regular meal times, including snack times for kids. Minimize refined carbohydrates, high fat, and high sugar foods, and reduce your alcohol intake. This CalHopeful moment is brought to you by CalHope.org. Life is uncertain. It's okay to feel stressed, anxious, worried, or frustrated. CalHope can help. Access CalHope's free and secure mental health resources. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at CalHope.org. Parents, please talk to your kids about the dangers of fentanyl-laced drugs, powder, and vape pens before it's too late. Fake prescription pills commonly laced with deadly fentanyl are often sold on social media and e-commerce platforms, making them available to anyone with a smartphone. Fentanyl is one of the leading causes of opioid deaths in Fresno County. To get help, call 1-800-654-3937. 1-800-654-3937. This message is brought to you by Fresno County and iHeartMedia Communities. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Well, USDA is out with their net farm income prediction, and it, um, as you might imagine, shows an increase as a result of uh, the higher commodity prices. Of course, it shows that um, equity is higher as well. Uh, but also some concern on the horizon with higher input costs and potential disruptions in uh, exports and uh, markets, global trade around the world, that sort of thing. The details, though, are absolutely fascinating. And Michael Clements is here with more this morning. Hello, Michael. USDA projects 2022 calendar year net farm income up nearly $20 billion, or 13.8% from 2021. American Farm Bureau Federation senior economist Veronica Nye explains what is driving the increase. Predominantly, this is a price play with 97% of that increase in cash receipts attributable to increases in price. Now, it's not just all inflation either, because when you take out the inflation, farm income is forecast to increase by over 7%. So it's mostly an increase in price. You know, that's despite the fact that production expenses are forecast to increase by almost 19% in 2023. Nye says USDA projects increases in cash receipts for both crops and livestock. On the crop side, corn, beans, and wheat are forecast to account for most of the net increase, but they're expecting growth in receipts for other commodities as well, including fruits, nuts, vegetables, and melons. On the livestock side, they're expecting an increase in receipts in every animal product. 
She adds farm sector equity is expected to increase as well. Farm sector equity is expected to increase by almost 11% in 2022. USDA is projecting that debt to asset levels for the sector will improve as well. I think that's a little bit of an unexpected outcome given where we are with inflation today. Michael Clements, Washington. Yeah, unexpected to say the least, as Veronica was pointing out with the interest rates, but certainly with the um, uh, input costs uh, and and uh, cost of things like fuel and gasoline as well. There's news this morning that the U.S. House of Representatives has taken action to avert a pending rail strike with um, Speaker Nancy Pelosi on the House floor, of course, from California, saying that a quote, shutdown would grind our economy to a halt and every family would feel the strain without adding, quote, small businesses wouldn't be able to get their products to market. Many of them uh, farmers, now National President, uh, National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue, says the action is, quote, a positive step towards keeping that chain moving, referring to the agricultural supply chain's reliance on rail access. The resolution will go to the Senate. It needs 60 votes to pass before arriving at the president's desk that would essentially enact the deal that was uh, agreed to tentatively back in the middle of September. Of course, a lot of other things carried by trains too, including some basic uh, water treatment chemicals for urban areas that would obviously cause uh, major problems if the movement stopped. Now we turn it over to Roger in the Agricultural Law and Taxation Report. The vast majority of farms are sole proprietorships with no formal business structure. There may be a need to have a business entity for liability protection, taxes, and other reasons. So how do you know if you need a business entity? I'll be back in a moment to discuss. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Agriculture needs the next generation. Kansas State University's College of Agriculture prepares students through applied learning, internships, and research. Learn more at ag.ksu.edu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'll get back to the report in a moment, but I want you to know that Schrader Real Estate and Auction Company has sold farm to ranch land and farm equipment in 40 states. Learn how the Schrader family can help your family. Visit SchraderAuction.com. That's S-C-H-R-A-D-E-R Auction.com. Do you need a business entity for your farm or ranch? LLCs and corporations can provide liability protection, but they shouldn't be used as a substitute for liability insurance. LLCs and corporations are good backup plans if the insurance policy doesn't cover a liability event. Business entities are often more valuable as a succession planning tool. That's particularly the case if there are multiple children. An entity can help minimize the risk of partitioning the land. Entities can also be a good tax management tool. They can provide self-employment tax minimization and tax-efficient use of fringe benefits. But entities do have drawbacks. Legal fees will be incurred to establish an entity with the cost depending on the number of owners, the assets that will be put in the entity, and the terms of the governing document. Also, an entity will need its own bank account, accounting, and tax return. Liability management, succession planning, and tax management are some of the things to think about in determining whether you need an entity. It's a matter of determining what's best for your situation. That might be a sole proprietorship, or it might not. This has been the Agricultural Law and Tax Report. I'm Roger McOwen. And I'm Andy Peterson, and this is Ag Life. This is Corinne LaRue of the Ag Information Network with California Ag Today. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us again for our weekly FMC Friday report. This FMC Friday is brought to you by Altacore Evo Insect Control, powered by Renoxapure Active. Don't let Lepidopterum pests go unpunished. 
Regional FMC Tech Services Manager Gail Stratman sat down with me at NAFB this fall to talk about the company's new systemic fungicide, gaining popularity throughout California. You know, one product that, we, uh, that we've seen a lot of growth with, a lot of interest is in California is a product called Rhyme. So Rhyme is a systemic fungicide that we can utilize in the soil and then we get plant uptake to control diseases like powdery mildew and grapes has been a tremendous uh, utility with that. We put this on, let the roots pick it up, distribute it throughout the leaves, we get powdery mildew control. So we're not spraying it on the plant, we're putting it in the plant. So it's almost like vaccinating the plant against against um, diseases. We're also utilizing that in some of our uh, our tree crops now, like uh, like walnuts. Hey you, is your phosphite product working for you to improve nutrient uptake? Verdesian's Nutrifite does. Unlike generic phosphite products, Nutrifite won't bond to copper, zinc, or the other positively charged ions in your tank mix. I mean, they don't call us the nutrient use efficiency people for nothing. Every drop of Nutrifite goes to work for your trees, your yield, and your bottom line. Learn more at VLSCI.com. That's VLSCI.com. Senstar Insecticide, you are a go for launch. Introducing Senstar, a new fast-acting, long-lasting insecticide for citrus from Valent USA. With two effective modes of action, Senstar provides stellar control of California red scale and Asian citrus psyllids, protecting citrus from unwanted invasions. Quickly eliminate pests at all life stages, including eggs, and boost your insect control with new Senstar from Valent. And we have liftoff. Contact your PCA or visit valent.com slash Senstar. Always read and follow label instructions. Thanks for tuning in for FMC Friday. Shield your yield this season with Altacor Evo Insect Control. And don't let Lepidopteran pests go unpunished. For California Ag Today, I'm Corinne LaRue with the Agriculture Information Network. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. If you run a business, we know how confusing it can be to evaluate all the different advertising options. And at iHeart, we're here to help. We're America's number one audio company, number one in radio, number one in podcasting, digital radio, and much more. With all those insights and all those potential customers, we can help you find new and more efficient ways to grow your business. So reach out, let's chat, and learn more about how we can help your business find new growth. Visit iHeartAdvertising.com. That's iHeartAdvertising.com. By now, you've heard the news. Vaccine boosters are available for eligible Californians. Boosters support stronger immunity and help maximize protection against COVID-19 and its variants. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find out if you're eligible and to find a booster near you. That's myturn.ca.gov. Stay healthy and strong. Get boosted. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. Did you know fixing outdoor leaks can save 27 to 90 gallons of water per day? Even tiny leaks can be huge water wasters. Conserving water starts with a few simple water-saving actions at home and in your yard, like adjusting your sprinklers and adding drip irrigation so you water only where it's needed. We can all do our part to conserve water. Visit SaveOurWater.com for more water-saving tips. Save water. Save California. Wondering if you should get an updated COVID-19 booster? Here are three reasons you should. Vaccines and boosters provide better protection from COVID-19. Even if you've had COVID-19 before, boosters are recommended to keep your immunity strong, especially as new variants emerge. Finally, your risk of getting very sick from COVID-19 goes up with age. Boosters help lower the chance of hospitalization and death. Find a booster near you at myturn.ca.gov. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. It's all of our money. It's being summoned by our high electric bill. (laughs) This could happen to anyone, but it doesn't have to be your story. You still have time to swap your system for an efficient AC or heater from Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. Energy prices are terrifying right now, and saving on electricity is crucial to your survival. Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating delivers a high-quality solution with an energy-efficient system at zero interest. Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating offers zero interest and no payments for 18 months with 
No monthly payments, same as cash. You can also take advantage of great payment options and exclusive energy rebates. With 40 years of experience, Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating is the one you can trust. Don't let the cost of electricity terrorize you. Call us now, 559-785-1212. To request a free estimate, that's 559-785-1212. With Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating, we will steal the energy company's Christmas. CLN 635-355. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on Ag Life, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn here with some farm news, friends. Well, maximizing your potential soybean yield starts with a strong plant stand, which is threatened by yield-robbing diseases like pythium. Michael Clements has a report for us this morning. In 2021, 36 University Extension plant pathologists estimated average annual soybean yield loss of over 47 million bushels is due to seedling diseases, including Pythia. Wally West, an agronomic service representative at Syngenta, discusses the link between these diseases, the risk of replants, and the potential impact on yield. It can be quite a serious pathogen, quite a serious fungal pest in soybeans. And actually, all across the soybean region, it can affect yields up to 30% loss in severe cases. As most pathogens are, it's a pathogen that tends to be more prominent in cool conditions and also poorly drained or wetter conditions. West explains some of the agronomic best practices that growers can employ to protect their soybean crops from pythium. Pest control practices generally fall into two areas, a proactive approach and a reactive approach. Typically in agriculture, we're the most effective using a proactive approach. Interestingly enough, when it comes to trying to manage a pathogen like pythium in soybeans, since it's a soy soil-borne pathogens, there is no reactive approach. There's nothing we can do once the pathogen enters the plant. We have to take on a proactive approach and specifically starting out with a multiple effective mode of action uh, soybean seed treatment like Cruiser Max Apex. West recommends soybean growers use a seed treatment like Cruiser Max Apex to protect against pythium. We've had Cruiser Max in the seed treatment market for a number of years and we've effectively upgraded Cruiser Max to a new brand called Cruiser Max Apex. Apex is an additional effective mode of action specific for Pythium and also has very good activity on Phythoptera. Cruiser Max Apex, the ingredient that we added in is Picarbutrazoc. It's a very effective management tool in the management of both Pythium and Phythoptera. We've been researching this product for a number of years. We've had it in field tests. It was just uh, recently registered within the last 18 months. So this will effectively be the first year that we've had the product on the market. We're very excited to bring it to the market and have another tool in our tool belt to help control difficult to control pathogens like pythium and soybean. To learn more about Cruiser Max Apex, connect with your local reseller or Syngenta sales representative or visit syngentaus.com slash cruisermaxapx. Always read and follow label instructions. Michael Clements reporting. Sorghum is a crop that is quickly gaining popularity among farmers both worldwide and here in the U.S. and students from one local school in the Midwest got to learn more about it at a special presentation. Nate Bloom, executive director of the Nebraska Grain Sorghum Board, visited Norfolk High School in Nebraska and talked with FFA members about sorghum and some of its usage. In the last few years, we've actually seen a number of new products or existing products that have changed their formulas to include sorghum, and that's only going to continue to grow. But that's a big part of my job is to do that education and help people understand what it is and how it can fit not only on their dinner plate, but maybe in their gas tank as ethanol or maybe as an industrial product or a bioplastic. Talking sorghum a little bit here this morning. And friends, the U.S. Meat Export Federation has a new chairman, John Harreth fills us in. Dean Meyer of Rock Rapids, Iowa, was elected chairman of the U.S. Meat Export Federation at the U.S. MEF Strategic Planning Conference in Oklahoma City. Meyer's operation includes four of the sectors of U.S. MEF membership. I own and operate a diversified livestock crop operation in northwest Iowa. We've got a hog farrow to finish operation and a cattle feedlot. I raise corn and soybeans. I work with my three sons in this operation. We're all partners together. Meyer says he is involved in U.S. 
USMEF because of the direct impact it has on each of those four areas of his operation. You know, 75 cents a bushel is what we're returning back on corn last year. You know, when I market cattle, each time I load cattle, it's close to $500 a head because of red meat exports. When I market hogs, you know, it's $60 a head that red meat exports adds to the value of that hog carcass. And so it's real. And uh, it's why we're in this market and why we need to continue to be. So what is the priority for the new chairman? Top of my radar is continuing and growing the relationships we have with all the sectors. I've been on uh, the exec board now. It's six or seven years. And I've seen that momentum grow as far as how well they work together. You know, a cattle feeder from Texas and a corn grower from North Dakota can get together and all sell the same product. And I think my goal is to even enhance that even more. I I feel I'm in four of those different businesses right now, and I understand each one, and uh, the continuity there is becoming even stronger, and that's that's where I want to be. I, I, I sit at the table of all those. I wear, I wear different hats, and my passion is this organization. For the U.S. Meat Export Federation, I'm John Harris. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400, Innovative Medical Center, and Prestigio Jewelers are proud to partner with the Marine Corps Reserve's Toys for Tots toy drive, providing toys to less fortunate children in our community. Please drop off a new unwrapped toy today at the Chicken Shack, Murphy Bank, Jack's Gas Station, Innovative Medical Center, Prestigio Jewelers, Own a Car, or any Toys for Tots collection location. To find the location of one of our proud Toys for Tots sponsors, hit up PowerTalk967.com. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. For the first time in 50 years, the University of California has designated additional campuses as agricultural experiment stations. Both UC Santa Cruz and UC Merced are now joining UC Davis, Berkeley, and Riverside as research centers focused on scientific studies related to ag and natural resources. The campuses will work closely with UC Cooperative Extension as well as farmers, ranchers, processors, and others in food production and agriculture. U.S. farm producers received 14.5 cents per dollar spent on domestically produced food in 2021, down a penny from 2020. The USDA's Economic Research Service reports that's the lowest recorded farm share value in nearly three decades. The remaining portion of the food dollar, the marketing share, covers the costs of getting domestically produced food from farms to points of purchase, including packaging, transportation, processing, and sales to consumers. A record 50.54 million birds in domestic flocks have died of highly pathogenic avian influenza or were culled to prevent spread of the disease since February. According to USDA data, agriculture.com reports the previous record of 50.4 million birds was set in the 2014-15 outbreak, described by the USDA as arguably the most significant animal health event in U.S. history. The outbreaks have driven up egg and turkey prices, but supplies have remained adequate. Get the equipment and trucks you need at Ritchie Brothers' next Sacramento auction. This will be an online-only timed auction event with bidding starting on December 8th and ending December 14th. On-site inspection is available before auction day. Bid on a wide selection of truck tractors as well as heavy construction equipment and ag equipment. For more details, visit rbauction.com. Again, that's rbauction.com. Hey, you. Is your phosphite product working for you to improve nutrient uptake? Verdesian's Nutrifite does. Unlike generic phosphite products, Nutrifite won't bond to copper, zinc, or the other positively charged ions in your tank mix. I mean, they don't call us the nutrient use efficiency people for nothing. Every drop of Nutrifite goes to work for your trees, your yield, and your bottom line. Learn more at VLSCI.com. That's VLSCI.com. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Every week, hundreds of thousands of fans download the popular Stuff They Don't Want You to Know podcast to get to the bottom of popular culture's biggest myths. And now, the Stuff They Don't Want You to Know book separates conspiracy fact from conspiracy theory, from biological testing to our endless fascination with the Kennedy assassination. This holiday season, give the gift that explains the unexplainable. The Stuff They Don't Want You to Know book, available now. Order at StuffYouShouldReadBooks.com or wherever you buy your books. 
iHeartRadio, straight from the studio with U2's Bono. I met Ali the same, well, I, I started dating her um, the same week I joined U2 with David Evans, Now The Edge, Adam Clayton, and Larry Mullen Jr. That is true. That was a great week for me. Um, and these are all hugely important relations to me still. Check out Bono's new book, Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story, out now. Hi, I'm Dr. Boswell from Boswell Dermatology in Fresno. We're the ones who treat your rash or your skin cancer with compassion and expertise. My staff and I wish you and your family a wonderful holiday season. Happy Holidays! from Boswell Dermatology. This winter, spread joy, not germs. As soon as you feel symptoms, test it, treat it. You can beat it. COVID medications like the Paxlovid pill can help you test negative sooner. Call a healthcare provider or the statewide COVID hotline at 833-422-4255 to find treatment today. Again, that's 833-422-4255. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. No one has the same favorites as you. From the stations you love, to the podcasts you binge, to the artists you can't live without. Download the free iHeartRadio app and hear what you want, when you want, for free. For free. iHeartRadio. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back to wrap up Ag Life for today. Well, friends, we're in the holiday party season, but some of the holiday foods may not be so good for your pets. Gary Crawford wraps us up today. While you are hosting a holiday party or meal, your dog or cat may be prowling around there saying, All I want for Christmas is food. Food, yeah, but a lot of party foods can be dangerous to your pet and not just chocolate. Kansas State University veterinarian Dr. Susan Nelson says you'd be surprised at the list of foods and food ingredients that can be toxic to dogs, cats, or both. For example, foods that contain the sugar-free sweetener xylitol. It causes low blood sugar and liver failure. And it doesn't take much to do irreparable harm. And people don't think about it because it can be in baked goods, it can be in our sugar-free candies, and also be in some of our medications, things like that as well. It's in many sugar-free chewing gums also. And in fact, she's had cases where dogs have gone into the room where partygoers have put their coats and purses and such, gotten into those coats and purses, started eating the chewing gum, and died from it. And this xylitol thing is most Mostly a problem for dogs. Also, especially for dogs, the fatty parts of meats can be a problem. All those fatty parts can cause what we call pancreatitis, which can become life-threatening for them as well. And then some of our gravies and things like that are made with onion powder, which is a lot more concentrated than just plain onion. And they can have garlic powder and things in them as well. And so for both cats and dogs, that can also be an issue. But the list is longer. There are more foods that can cause problems for pets. Uh, Do you put out nuts like uh, macadamias, almonds, walnuts, pecans? Those can cause all kinds of gastrointestinal problems from just making the dog throw up to conditions that could really be dangerous and result in some very expensive surgery. And then raisins, which are going to be in a lot of the holiday foods and grapes, can be toxic to dogs. And if you're baking things using raw bread dough? That can cause serious problems for dogs. Quite a list there. Now you may think that Dr. Nelson's list of bad foods for dogs and cats goes a little far. Maybe she's just a worry wart or an alarmist, but she says she has seen and treated these exact problems. Oh yeah, and I was out in private practice for 13 years as well. So Dr. Nelson's advice to party hosts, do your best to keep your party foods out of the reach of your pets or keep the pets out of reach of the foods. And also, if the pets are running around during the party or the meal, ask your guests, please don't feed them. It will just encourage begging behavior, and you don't know what they might be feeding them. And there again, some of these can be more problematic than others. Or if the pets rule the house, maybe let the pets eat their food, have the guests beg for food from the pets. How about that? Huh? <laughs> that would be another way to do it. Yeah, not a good way, though, right? All right. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Washington. With that, friends, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. Back tomorrow morning with another edition of Ag Life. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.